listening for the Sports History for May 24th, 2023. I'm your host, Jim Montgomery. Quick update from yesterday. The We talked about the National Colored League and the Interstate Commerce Act of 1887, which ultimately led to the downfall. Did research it a little bit more. Uh, I should have known this, but the Interstate Commerce Act specifically targeted the railroads. At the time, they were just running rampant. There were a few people who owned all the railroads, definitely a lot of monopolies, and they were forcing out some of the little guys, which in turn allowed them to basically charge and do whatever they wanted, which was hurting farmers, uh, actually. So once the government stepped in, began regulating, this is the first government attempt to regulate business in general, they obviously had to change their policies and practices, which ultimately helped the farmers, but a, a small eight-team black baseball league probably was not at the forefront of the government's mind when they did this, especially just the way the landscape was back then. So they ultimately, the ripple effect is what ultimately did in the league. Once things got regulated and everything, we did say that the Negro Leagues did become very popular and successful. So, But I just did want to give you the update on the Interstate Commerce Act. Definitely was a lot of pushback from a lot of the railroad companies. However, that's sort of what led to a lot of like the antitrust acts and things like that. So this was like the first government attempt and then things rippled out from there. All right. Do have a Sixers update. Frank Vogel apparently met with the team yesterday. I think it was yesterday. I didn't hear the date, but they met with Frank Vogel. Uh, he is a local guy from Wildwood Crest. Um, he did win a championship, but I I don't know if I would. I mean, it goes in the record book as a championship, but he won the championship in the bubble. So I'll definitely put an asterisk next to his championship coach. Um but he did. Uh, he was an assistant coach under Jim O'Brien for the Sixers back in 2004, 2005. So he does have the Sixers tie. I I don't know a lot about him other than he coached LeBron and won the championship in the bubble. But he is on their their list of candidates. So just the update there. Phillies update. Lost another one last night, four to three. They definitely are still stranding the runners in scoring position. Uh, Pitching-wise, they didn't do that bad. I mean, they only gave up four runs, which isn't terrible. Uh, they did have some fight in them. Uh, they were able to fight back and tie that game up at three. However, they came right back and gave the lead back. <coughs> Excuse me. They did have a rally going in the ninth couldn't get it done once again. It seems like they're getting these guys on base and just not able to get them in. One thing I did notice, other than the fight last night, though, they were hitting the ball hard and definitely getting some some unlucky breaks. Even Schwarber's uh, little bloop that the guy made the good play on. I mean, that's just bad luck right there. So hopefully they're getting a lot of this bad luck stuff out now. And and I still think they're on the brink. On the brink of what, though? I don't know. Like, I I do feel like they're either going to break out of this and just go on a run, or they're on the brink of just completely falling off the cliff. And and I feel like the next few weeks are really going to be telling for this team. I've been listening to a lot of people talk. They're like, oh, well, you got to give them to the All Star break. You got to give them 
till July 1st. You got to give them this and you should know by now. And then people are saying, oh, well, the rules are different. So you got to extend that a little bit. I, I, I don't know. I feel like we know what this team is. They're just not doing what they're capable of doing. And that's the issue. And <clears throat> excuse me. We're in the same position last year. Obviously, we're not firing the manager. So what are the next steps? I, I don't know. I just I noticed last night there definitely is some fight in this team, which is good. They were hitting the ball pretty hard, but a lot of times the hard balls were going right to, to where the fielders were. They were just missing on some of the fly balls. So I, I do feel maybe this is just me drinking the red Kool-Aid <clears throat> that they're close to to turning that around, but we shall see over the next couple weeks. Uh, here we are almost Memorial Day, and they're not out of it, but they're just not playing the way they, they should be. Um, so we shall see. All right, Eagles, quick update. Uh, the OTAs are start in a week. Um, anxious to see the, t- the full team together, kind of who comes and, and how, just the reports on how they look. There is a rule change uh, that is directly impacted on the Eagles. Uh, apparently now the 40 or the yeah because it was because of the 49ers but teams are allowed to have an emergency quarterback that won't take up a roster spot so usually you can only dress two quarterbacks <clears throat> now they're going to be able to dress a third it's not going to count as their their on their roster uh allocation but it's direct result of the 49ers and it's like come on guys like i get it but you really think your third string emergency quarterback was going to be that much of a difference in that game? Couldn't beat out Rob Johnson. I think it was Rob Johnson who, I don't, whoever. Like, do you really think it's going to matter? Like, it, it's it's going to be so much fun when they come to the link in November, December, whenever that game is, and get beat with their quote unquote full team. Anyway, uh, there is some Flyers news. I told you I was going to try to to incorporate the flyers more but uh they rumor is they're going to be playing in the stadium series next year up at metlife stadium it looks like they're going to be playing the devils more on that as it becomes official but it's always fun to see the the teams play in the outdoor stadium um they must just be going for market share because the flyers still are not going to be good next year so the fact that they they still draw flyers fans are, are, are amazing when it comes to that but it uh, should be a good time watching them play outside. Uh, speaking of the Flyers, I've mentioned this before, but I'll mention it again. PhillyGoat.com has a ton of selection of all the Philly teams, but a lot of their Flyers stuff. They have some pretty cool sweatshirts and jackets. Um, I know the weather's getting warmer. We're not really thinking about that, but it might be a good Father's Day gift if you have a um, Flyers fan in your family who is a father figure, who is a father, who has a father. Um Definitely go check them out. And while you're there, promo code Jim Montgomery for 10% off your order. Like I said, some of them are really, really cool. Um, and we've also been talking a lot about the Oakland or the Philadelphia A's. Um, and the reason I said that is because they're expected to announce they're probably going to move to Vegas at some point today. They're going to announce this. So they got their start in Philly. There's also a lot of Philadelphia A stuff on phillygoat.com. So check them out. Use the promo code Jim Montgomery for 10% off your order. Makes a great Father's Day gift for your dad, your uncle, um, a brother, grandfather, or even yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself because I'm going to do that. There's a couple on there I have kind of bookmarked that 
uh, I'm going to get. But yeah, treat yourself, phillygoat.com, promo code Jim Montgomery for 10% off your order. All right, sticking with the Flyers, we are going to go back to 1980 today. And on May 24th, 1980, the Islanders beat the Flyers 5-4 to in overtime in Game 6 of the Stanley Cup. The win gave the Islanders their first Stanley Cup. Uh, I think they ended up winning four in a row or three in a row at this point. Uh, it just seemed to be consistent for the Flyers. They lost to the uh, Canadians back in 76, who won four in a row. Now they're back. They lost to the Islanders, who won three or four in a row. This was the Flyers' fourth Stanley Cup in seven years. It would be about five years before they got back. However, the story of this game was two huge missed calls led to Islanders' goals. They missed a high stick by Dennis Potvin on one goal, and then the biggie, which I remember seeing uh, documentaries and, and just shows about. There was a missed offsides call that allowed the Islanders to go ahead 2-1. to one. Yeah, it was early in the first period, and it was only 2-1, to one, and the Flyers did battle back. But you got to think that something like that changes your mindset, changes the momentum of the, the series. Uh, in subsequent years in interviews, the linesman, Leon Stickle, uh, did say that he missed the call. Um, and I think for Flyers fans, they'll tell you uh, some sort of the roots of this whole podcast thing for me started with the what if. This is one of the biggest what ifs in Flyers history uh, because they would have won the third one in seven years or whatever it was. And now all of a sudden the mindset and the mentality of this team uh sort of changes now they're sort of the snake bitten club that has gotten there so many times since then and haven't won since the 70s but a missed offsides call back in 1980 uh gave the the islanders the lead yes the flyers came back and tied but again it changes the whole complexion and mindset of the game um today that goal would have been disallowed through replay and we would have been able to see the Flyers go. I think even the high stick at that point today would have been able to be reviewed and overturned and that goal taken off the board as well. So it's one thing to have one, but you have two missed calls that through the years would have been ultimately different. It might have changed the whole complexion of the Islanders team as well. Um, and it's a shame because that year the Flyers had the 35-game unbeaten streak um, it was a great time in Philly. Uh, they were one of the four teams to make it to the finals. Unfortunately, this was one of the ones that did not win. Only the Phillies did win in 1980. But on this day, back in 1980, the Islanders beat the Flyers 5-4 to in overtime to win the Stanley Cup on a missed uh, offsides call that linesman Leon Stickle later on has admitted that he completely blew and missed. Uh, that's not going to help and, and make the Flyers fans happy. But maybe going to phillygoat.com and getting some of that Flyers gear might. All right, finally, our Sixers playoff spotlight for today. I'm going to go back to 1968 and 69. Uh, this was a transition year for the Sixers. They went 55 and 27, second in the division, but no Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain was traded to the Lakers. Um, they were just two years removed from their, their championship in 66 67. Billy Cunningham averaged 24.8 points per game, 12.8 rebounds. Um, Hal Greer added five assists per game. Both Cunningham and Greer were all-stars. Cunningham was first-team All-NBA. Hal Greer was second-team All-NBA. 
Unfortunately, they lost to the Celtics 4-1 in the division semis, and this sort of started the downward trend for the Sixers. We've talked a lot about that 72-73 team that had the, the worst record, 9-73 and or whatever it was. Uh, this Once they traded Wilt, things started to go south. I know sometimes he listens. My Uncle Boo became a Lakers fan because of this trade. Uh, he was a huge Wilt fan, huge Sixers guy. Once they traded Wilt, he followed Wilt to the Lakers, and he's still there today. So there's a random shout-out for that. But on this day back in 1980, the Islanders beat the Flyers to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, Frank Vogel was in town. Let me know in your thoughts what you think about that. It's kind of just like a eh move for me um I, I don't know if it means much that he won that championship but we shall see this has been this day in philly sports history i'm jim montgomery go have yourselves a wednesday and until next time i'll see you when i see you